0: Hi, and welcome to Views from My Reality. I'm your host, Angela Waters Bamford, and today is a message about what do you believe? It is to inspire you and to ask you to ask yourself that difficult question about what do you believe? I pray that it is a blessing to you and that you enjoy Praise the Lord, saints. Let the people of God say, praise the Lord. Let everyone that hath breath praise the Lord. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Oh, praise ye the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his merciful kindness is great towards us. And the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. If you are still standing, maybe you don't think that God has done anything for you. And that you don't need to praise him. Or maybe you don't know God and you don't think God is worthy of praise. I pray that it is not that you are allowing a rebellious spirit to control you. Oh, taste and see that the Lord, he is good. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. For the Lord is my refuge and my strength. He is my shield and buckler. A mighty fortress is our God, and worthy to be praised. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side. I don't know where I'd be. Did anyone come to hear word from the Lord on today? Is there anyone here that can say thank you on today? Is there anyone who needs something from the Lord? If you have breath in your body. You need to praise the Lord. If you can praise the Lord. Praise Him. If you can't praise the Lord, maybe you should ask yourself, What do you believe? What do you believe? That is the question God wants to know on today. What do you believe? As I was asking God about what to share, I heard that the people are fixed between two opinions, like the Baal worshippers who were around during Elijah's days. They were straddling the fences, as you may. You know, if I may say it like that. They were caught between serving the God of Elijah, who they knew did many miracles, and the false God of their their fathers. Elijah had to confront them and tell them that if his God was the Almighty God, then serve him. And if their false god was mightier than his, to serve him. Well, you know how the story went in First Kings 18 verses 20 through 40. There at Mount Carmel. And the people answered him not. 450 men to Elijah. Well, the Lord God was the God who not only answered by fire, but also licked up the water from the sacrifice now you know fire and water don't mix but God amen and we have John who wrote to us in Revelation 3 15 and said that Jesus said because it's in the red writing that he would that we were cold or hot and because we were lukewarm he would spew us out of his mouth How many of you would like to have a spouse that said they loved you and was always over some other person's house? Who would like to have a relationship with someone who was not totally committed to them? How would you feel if you were in a relationship with someone and they came by when they wanted something and gave you what they wanted you to have, when they wanted you to have it, And then had an attitude like you should be grateful for the trinkets you got. Who thinks they can treat God like that? Today our main text is coming from 1 Peter 3.15. It says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. And be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you. A reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. It is important to know what you believe because your belief will determine where you are going to spend eternity. John 3.16 lets us know that if we believe in Jesus being the only begotten Son of God, that we have an opportunity to have everlasting life. What do you believe? Do you believe in the Bible? Do you believe that everything you are and have is because of your own efforts? And that there is no God as the fool has said in his heart according to Psalms 14 and 1. Our text says, Sanctify the Lord God in our hearts. Sanctify means to set apart or declare holy, consecrate. So, when we sanctify the Lord God in our hearts, we set him apart and make God holy. We know that God is a holy God, and he is a jealous God, and he will have no other gods before him. We also know that the Bible tells us that the heart is deceitfully wicked. That's why we need to consecrate our hearts to God. Matthew 12:34 says you brood of vipers how can you speak good things when you are evil for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks again the red letters means that jesus is saying these words and to be fair he is paraphrasing what samuel said in 1 samuel 24:13 the point is that god knows We have evil and wickedness in our hearts. For we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. That's why we need to have the Holy Spirit of God to dwell in us. So we can be able to have power to resist the devil and to walk by faith. For if we walk by faith, we will not fulfill the lust of our flesh. Do you believe God is worthy to be head of your life? What does your mouth say? For out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. God wastes our heart and we can't fool him. Proverbs is a good book to look at to learn about moral conduct. If you think you need to change your conduct, start reading the book of proverbs you will see yourself and others and when you see yourself don't do like the one whom james says beholds himself in the looking glass and goes away and forgets what manner of person they were when god shows you yourself and that there needs to be a change god is showing you so that you can change for your good In Proverbs 23, 7a, it says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So what do you believe? What things are you thinking on? I can tell you also that Philippians 4, 8, this is the New Living Translation, it says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. These things will help you to form a healthy understanding of who you are and who God is. These are good thoughts to think upon and will help increase your faith. When you increase your faith, you decrease fear. Fear is not even real. It is false evidence that appears real and causes you to contaminate your faith. God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power and of a sound mind. We don't have to give the enemy power to keep you in fear and rob you of the peace of God. Let's talk about fear for a moment because the enemy uses fear to keep you living below your privilege in God. The enemy is so subtle and smooth with making you think that you are doing good when really he is leading you to hell. The Bible says in Proverbs 14.12 that there is a way that seemeth right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Be not deceived, brothers and sisters. God is not mocked. Whatsoever you sow, that you shall also reap. Think on the things of God. Meditate on them day and night. Starve fear. What do you believe? Do you believe that you are going to escape by because God knows your heart, and therefore you don't have to be obedient? Hmm. James 4, 7 says... Submit yourselves, therefore, unto God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. Now, many times people are in fear of lack, fear of losing someone or something, fear of dying, etc. I don't know how many times I hear people quote this scripture, and they start with, Resist the devil, and he will flee. Leaving the submit yourself unto God out. By submitting you gain the power. Jesus told us that if someone tries to come in by any other way, that they are a thief and a robber. And we know that if the thief that the thief comes only to steal, kill and to destroy. I asked the question, Why don't people believe? I got fear, selfish, ignorant, rebellious, wicked, and many things that support what Solomon said about the whole conclusion of the matter being vanity upon vanity and a vexation of the spirit. What do you believe? Action speaks louder than words. What do your actions say about what you believe? Let's look at our text again. And talk about being ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. How can you do that if you don't know what you believe? Note that the verse says always, too, not sometimes, but always. We don't know who we are going to help. But we do know that if our gospel, which is the good news, is hid, it is hid from those who are lost, whom the God of this world has blinded their eyes, lest the glorious gospel shines bright and they are saved. Therefore, we need to know in our hearts that we know that we know, as the old folks said. That means... We have to have a relationship for ourselves. We can't go to heaven on someone else's coattail. Mama can't get you in. Daddy can't get you in. Nobody but yourself. And now is our time under God to get ready to get right. Tomorrow may be too late. And tomorrow is not promised to anyone. What do you believe if you are still having problems answering the question look at John six twenty nine b where Jesus tells us what to believe he says this is the work of God that we believe on him whom he has sent <laughs> as simple as that well, who did God send? Jesus do you believe that? If you believe, as the Bible says, we shall be able to do great things. For Jesus said, greater things shall ye do. You can see the scripture for yourself. Let's turn to John 14, starting at the 12th verse. It says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to, unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may he may abide with you forever even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not neither knoweth him but you know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you I will not leave you comfortless I will come to you yet a little while for the world seeth me no more but ye shall see me you see me Because I live, you shall live also. At that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments, and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. As I close, beloved, I want to ask you one more time. What do you believe? Many of the scriptures today were in red letters. And the red letters all to represent that Jesus said these words specifically. Or as the writer told us. I believe God is trying to get our attention so that we are prepared and ready when he comes. These are the last days of this system of things. And we have been saying that since I was a young girl. These are the last seconds. And we know that tomorrow is not promised. People are leaving here so fast. And it's the young as well as the old. The leaning tree is not always the first to fall as they say. God is trying to equip you. And it is up to you to accept him, and to learn to have a relationship with him. I don't know about you, but I don't want him to say to me, "Depart from me. I never knew you." Our time under God is now. We have to make up our hearts and mind that we are going t- about what we are going to believe. When I was learning about John Wesley, the one who was from England and credited as the father of Methodism, I learned that on his way to America, he became shipwrecked and some Moors helped him. And he told them that he had been preaching faith for so long, and he was at a point where he wasn't sure he had faith. They told him to preach faith until he was sure he had it. And then preach it even the more. I say to you today, don't get weary in well-doing. But if you're going to believe, believe. And believe that your belief will cause you to have the relationship with God and your relationship with God will turn into everlasting life with God. To God be the glory. Thank you so much for joining us today on Views from My Reality. I'm your host Angela Waters Bamford and I pray that It has been a blessing to you and that you be a blessing. Remember, be good to yourself.